0: You're listening to Weekend Edition on Michigan Radio. When an English-speaking
1: U.S. or British audience is unhappy, they will often express their unhappiness with boo as opposed to, say, moo. <laughs> That's what they
0: say. Good morning. I'm Rebecca Kruth. And joining us, as she does every Sunday morning, is University of Michigan English professor Anne Curzan. Hi, Anne. Good morning. This week, we have a question from Sherry. Sherry says, here in the U.S., we boo when unhappy with a performer or speaker. How did boo come to mean disapproval as well as a word to scare someone?
1: What a great topic as we get ready for Halloween. Now, Rebecca, of course, there are other meanings of boo that Sherry doesn't mention. I was just thinking I call
0: my dog boo sometimes. Do you call your husband your boo? No, he doesn't
1: like it. (laughs) The dog's okay with it. (laughs) So there's that meaning of boo, there's boo to mean marijuana, there's boo-boo. All of these are interesting. We don't have time to deal with those today. We're going to deal with the two meanings that Sherry mentioned because last week, Rebecca, we talked about football where sometimes people cheer and sometimes they boo. Now Sherry mentioned the use of boo to scare someone and that is earlier than the use of boo to mean disapproval. We've got boo as an interjection to surprise or scare someone. It also shows up as bo, B-O or B-O-H, in the 1600s. Here's a nice example from 1628, when a child cries bo to fright his nurse. And in 1639, we have it with boo, thou are not able at any time to say boo to a goose. And to say boo to a goose was a way to refer to speaking up for yourself. <laughs> and in 1692, there's this great example, which reverses who's saying boo to whom. Boo is a word that's used in the north of Scotland to frighten crying children. That's mean. <laughs> <laughs> By the 1500s, we have evidence of the verb boo to refer to the noise that cows make. Rebecca, how would you describe the sounds that cows make? Well, since my
0: mother lives on a cattle farm, I'm used to hearing that sound, but it's more of a meow.
1: (laughs) What we often refer to as moo, and moo is also available in the 1500s along with boo. And here is this great example, Rebecca, from 1706, Thomas Durfee's Wonders in the Sun or The Kingdom of the Birds, which was musical theater. Now get this line, there I keep my father's cows, here a boo, there a boo, everywhere a boo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, was that before or after the Old MacDonald, do you think? (laughs) It's before, it's the earliest known version we have of what later becomes Old MacDonald's Farm. (laughs) That's so cool! (laughs) Our random fact of the day. By the late 1700s, boo has come to refer to a sound to express disdain or contempt or dissatisfaction. Ben Zimmer has a really nice article on Visual Thesaurus from 2009 about this. We've got evidence from 1800 in this novel by Maria Edgeworth in which she glosses boo as an Irish interjection equivalent to nonsense. And from Eaton College Magazine 1833, we have this example, the whole school raised a yell, booing, hissing, and scraping feet. That sounds really familiar to me, booing and hissing. Um, and there were other verbs at the time for this that Ben Zimmer talks about, such as hoot, which could also be used for booing, and we can still do that. Before we end, Rebecca, I also want to note the expression to say boo to.
0: Can you use this? I don't use it, but I've definitely had people in my life who say things
1: like, she sat there and didn't say boo. I can totally say that. This expression goes back to at least 1774 when we have recorded evidence for it. And in North America, we then also get to not know boo. And I just love this because someone will say, Ann, do you know anything about that? And I will say, I don't know boo about that.
0: Well, now, thanks to you, we do know boo about boo. (laughs) Thanks so much, Anne. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Anne Curzan is a professor of English at the University of Michigan. We look at the evolution of language every Sunday here on Weekend Edition. If you can't always catch us on Sunday, you can subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have a question about our ever-changing language, email us at language at michiganradio.org.